smoking cigarettes and watching Captain Kangaroo. Now don't tell me, got nothing to do. That's an old song we used to sing. Hey, Islanders, and welcome to bonus episode five of the Commando Voice. Today I speak with a Southend Islander. Please welcome T-Bone. Hi, I'm Brandon Erickson, and you're listening to the Kamano Voice Podcast, where I interview folks around Kamano Island and beyond. If you want to stay up to date on events, businesses, and even hear a little history of this area, subscribe to this podcast and share with your friends. Thanks for listening. Hey, Islanders, and welcome to another episode of the Kamano Voice, where we release a new episode every Tuesday, except for today, because we're releasing one on Thursday, just to be crazy. Um, so today, I am interviewing T-Bone Beauregard, who is a South End Islander, uh, who rarely gets up to the North End. I ran into him at a place that called Carter's Corner, uh, which, of course, is actually Elder Bay store, but uh, known by uh, T-Bone as Carter's Corner. And uh, so I ran into him there, and we were, got talking a little bit, and he said, well, you know, you need some some influence of the South End Island on your, your podcast. You hear... you." You interview a lot of North Islanders and, and people around there, but you don't really hear what, what's going on down here. So uh, I said, well, that would be great. Uh, if you don't mind coming up here, I, I'd love to have you on the podcast. So, um, uh, yeah, so we picked out a time and, and he came up. And, uh, you know, on the south end of the island, there's a lot of strange things that go on. And so uh, it's good for us to be able to hear about what's going on down there, what their kind of viewpoint on the world is, and, and how, uh, how they see the world um, from being down there. So uh, without further ado, here's my conversation with T-Bone Bolvergard. Hey, Islanders, and welcome to another episode of the Command of Voice. Today, I'm here with T-Bone Beauregard, who is a South Islander, South End Islander, uh, and I uh, wanted to dr- have him join us on the podcast to get some uh, South End influence here on the North End. So welcome to the podcast, T-Bone. Hey, how you doing, Brandon? Thanks for inviting me up. All right. So before we get started, tell us a little bit about T-Bone. Well, T-Bone, that's my name, T-Bone. got that. My ma, well, actually, it was my dad. He, uh, well... I get maybe it was both of them, but they were eating T-bone one night, steak, T-bone steak, and and uh, well, you know, things kind of got out of hand, and next thing you know, I was nine months later, there I was, and they were just talking, and they said, "Hey, what should we name this kid?" And Ma says, "Well, what about T-bone?" And Dad said, "Hey, I like that. That's real catchy." And so there you go. And it goes with Beauregard, that's my last name, and that's an old name. That goes way back to, well, you remember that uh, conflict way back in the 18-something when uh, we call it the Northern Aggression? Yeah, that's how far back it goes. <laughs> Very cool. So, yeah. <clears throat> how long have you been on the island now? Oh, gosh, I'm 67 years old, man. I've been here my whole life, 67. You know, I never get up here. I mean, as far as I ever get is Carter Corner, which you call Elder Bay, but really the name is Carter Corner. But you're too young. You don't remember that stuff. So anyway, that's about as far as I ever get. And that's where Eunice is, and she runs the post office down there, and, you know, and and the bingo hall, too, and she does a real good job. In fact, me and Uncle Henry, Uncle Henry, I work for Uncle Henry. I'll have my whole life. He has uh, about 120 head of cattle. Well, I got to tell you this story. I got to tell you this. This is pretty funny. 
city slickers. I, I just can't believe city slickers. They are unbelievable. Uh, so here we are. We're milking. I'll get back to the other thing, okay? About Eunice and the bingo hall. Anyway, uh, so we're there. We, we got done milking, okay? And, and then we're... And now, we're off the beaten track. You know how the island, kind of the road loops around this island? Well, we don't live on the loop. We live off the loop. So you got to cut... To get to Uncle Henry's farm, you got to go on a, a side road, and then the side road turns to dirt road, and the dirt road goes right by the farm. Now, we got done milking, okay? And... Go ahead. You say okay. Okay. I go okay. <laughs> okay. We got done milking, and uh, uh, Uncle Henry says, "Let's go out. Wait for the milk truck to come by." And just so we we're right next to the road, so it's real easy in and out for the milk truck, right? Mm -hmm. So we're sitting there, and uh, and uh, we're just chewing a straw, you know, do what we do, and then we're going to go have some coffee with Eunice down at Carter Corner, but the milk truck was late, so. But then Uncle Henry says, hey, there's somebody coming down the road. And I said, what? Who comes down this road? Well, it was a city slicker. And you can tell uh, because it was one of them electric cars. Ah. Yeah. You know, and I thought to myself, ain't no plugs out here, honey. Anyway, uh, you know, to recharge. Yeah. Yep. Uh, anyway, that's a joke. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we're sitting there. And, and she says, hey, Hi. <laughs> Hello. And she goes, uh, I'm lost. I said, yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Anyway, long story short, we told her how to get back to the highway. Well, not highway. It's, it's just a road. But anyway, you know. South uh, End. Yeah, South End. You know, get out of town. Anyway, uh, so then she goes, can you tell me, this, this, is, gonna, I, I, this is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You got to tell me, okay? She says, she says, what kind of cow is that? Uncle Henry, he, he looks at me, and I look at him, and he says, why don't you take this one, T-Bone? I said, okay. I said, well, ma'am, there's lots of cows, and some cows have horns, and some cows don't have horns. Right. Right? And uh, so, like, like, you know, and, and when we're milking them, sometimes we have to take the horns off because when we're milking them, they get a little sensitive down in the milking part, you know? Yeah. And, and, and they kind of, you know, they'll tick their head. Have you ever been hit by one of them horns? It ain't fun, okay? <laughs> so what we do, okay, we saw it off. Now, now, it don't hurt the cow none at all. It's just like clipping a fingernail. I mean, really, it don't hurt the cow at, at all. All right. Okay? And then, uh, and, and what the vet told us, and that's his name's John. Uh, John, uh, what is that now? John, uh, some kind of funny foreign name. Anyway, he's a nice guy. Good vet, too. Wears his big gloves. He has to, I guess, because <laughs> he has to do things that I would never do. Anyway, uh, so anyway, so I said, yeah, and then he told us we put a little acid, right, at, on, on, the, on the calf on the, where the horns come out, and that'll stop the horns from growing. So that's what we do, you know. But the reason that this cow, the one you asked about, doesn't have any horns, because this cow happens to be a horse. <laughs> and horses don't have horns. You know, and she goes, oh. And she laughed. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> unbelievable. I look at Uncle Henry, do you believe what she just said? 
I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Anyway. Oh. You know, Uncle Henry was, he got a new camera. Okay. And, uh, and uh, we're milking, and he's click, 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 click. And I'm like, Henry, let's get going. He goes, oh, all right. Puts the thing down, you know. So anyway, we got done, and, and uh, he doesn't have any plumbing to speak of. Now, I'll, I'm going to tell the story because I owe him one, okay, because what he did, and, and I got him back. And uh, <laughs> that's another story. I don't know if we have time for that, but I gave <laughs> Uncle Henry, well, me and a few other boys, uh, it was uh, Jeff and uh, Simon and uh, Eddie, Uncle Eddie, yeah, uh, we had to give Uncle Henry an emergency enema in the barn. In the barn, an emergency medica. Enema, I mean, not medica, emina. <laughs> you know what an emina is, right? Yes. Okay. Anyway, we had to give him one of them things because, well, he eats, he eats just about anything. And uh, so, anyway, that's a long story. I don't want to go into that right now, but I, I did that. I'm going to tell that. I can tell that story because what he did to me. So anyway, we got done milking. This is way another day after that lady asked about the horse. Yeah. Thought a horse was a cow. Unbelievable. Anyway, uh, Uncle Henry uh, got this camera, right? So I said, Henry, I got to go to the bathroom. He says, what are you telling me for? You're an adult. I said, I just don't want you taking any pictures. <laughs> he says, I wouldn't ever take any pictures. I said, oh, yeah, right. I know you. Well, anyway, the outhouse is what the bathroom is, right? And that's behind the barn. So I, yeah. uh, I head on back there, you know, and I go in. It's a nice outhouse, too. I mean, I've been in some outhouse, but this one's nice. We got shelves. You oh, know? there you go. And we used to use the Sears catalog for toilet paper, right? <laughs> but, uh, well, you just can't get them things anymore because Sears went out of business. So, so we've uh, gone to the yellow pages. <laughs> so anyway... Uh, I'm in there, and but you know that, that's another thing. I, I got to tell you this quick story, uh, and I'll get back to that one too. Uh, w. C. Calhoun, mm -hmm. okay, he has three daughters: okay. April, May, and Ju June. Okay, April, May, and June, and I'll let I'll let you I'll let you figure out why they're called April, May, and June. Ain't too hard, okay. <laughs> so anyway, he would tell he was down at Carter Corner the other morning telling us this story. It was funny. Now he's a blacksmith, okay. Mm -hmm. He does he does all our shoeing and whatnot. Anyway, uh, so W.C. Calhoun and his three daughters, April, May, and June, okay? So they're there. Uh, he was telling us, <laughs> it was really funny. He was talking about toilet paper again, right? <laughs> oh, toilet paper, toilet paper. That's all we're talking about anymore. Yeah. And uh, well, that's because you can't get it anyway. You couldn't last year. I mean, it was like, what? where's all the toilet paper? <laughs> Are you eating it or what? Anyway, uh, uh, where was, oh, yeah, right. So he said April, May, and June, when they go, do their thing in the bathroom, right? Uh, they, uh, you know, it's like, woo, woo, woo. I mean, he said it gets so hot, it almost started a fire. That thing's spinning so fast, right? So he went, just to prove a point to him, he went and stuck grease mittens on that thing, put ball bearings on the toilet paper roll. That's one nice-looking toilet paper roll, I want to tell you. That is a racing toilet paper roll. You can't hear a thing, he says, you know. But, uh. He was just getting on because they were using way too much toilet paper. Well, they probably had some to spare. Well, I don't know. He, <laughs> what really got him mad is he had to clean out the septic tank and because it got so much toilet paper in there. Yes. Anyway, he, he, got them, uh, he got them down there, and I guess that cured him. Anyway, 
Where were, oh, yeah, I was in the outhouse, right? And I know, I know what Henry was going to be out there, you know, so I was real careful. Shut the door. I even latched it this time. Usually I leave it open because it's, uh, you can't see in unless, you know, actually want to look in it. And, and, and the door was open, and, but I, for fresh air, right? right. So I, I shut the door and latched it because I don't trust Henry with a camera, right? <laughs> so anyway, I'm in there. I dropped down my bib overalls, right? And I, I grab the yellow pages and I start reading them and then uh, do my thing, right? And, and then I hear this, you know, and I'm like, whoa, whoa. And I see a yellow jacket come crawling out of that <laughs> hole between my legs, you know? Now that's a sensitive spot uh, between your legs. For a guy, anyway. I suppose it is for a gal, too. Anyway, I said, yo! I got up, and I lit right out of my bib overhauls, and I just blew that door open, and I start running like Forrest Gump, you know? Yo! Butt naked. Well, I had a T-shirt on. But anyway, I'm butt naked running, and there's Uncle Henry. Click, 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 click. Taking naked pictures of me. And he's laughing, too. He's laughing. And I'm running as fast as I can. Now, there's a little... Uh, a pond, so to speak, you know, and people go down by. It's just south of Carter Corner a little bit, and we go to the, we go there, and we, we they'll have picnics, church, church picnics, and yeah, the other kind of picnics, and and then uh, so. Anyway, I, I I'm running because I got this herd of bees right behind me. You know, they're mad because I apparently I I I disturbed their nest. Let's put it that way. Anyway, so I'm running. And as fast as I can, and then I just dove, dove into the water. And uh, but what I didn't realize was because I was not thinking about it, but there was a church picnic going on, you know. <laughs> and all these, all these people were there, and uh, well, let's just say a couple of the women fainted. <laughs> and uh, well, you got to realize I have a farmer's tan, you know, from the neck up, right. I look yep. like Casper the Ghost everywhere else, right? <laughs> Plus, I had a white T-shirt on, so they all they saw was his head, right? Because <laughs> the sun was behind me, so I, they thought it was a ghost, I guess, or a headless horseman. I I don't know. Anyway, I was oh. in the lake going, "Hey, can you help me out of here?" And, uh, and finally, somebody had pity on me, and they threw me a <clears throat> a blanket, and I hobbled on home. And Henry was click click clicking, and <laughs> anyway. Kind of forgot where I was. Now, what was I going to tell you? So we were going to go back to the bingo, the oh, bingo hall. The bingo hall. That's Eunice, yeah. You know, that woman, that woman is something else. She she is just, not. she can milk, too. I mean, not, she, she does everything. It's just awesome. She works on cars. She, she does the post office down there. She runs the, the concession. Oh, you know what she did? Got these tourists, these city folks coming, you know, right? And uh, so, so we went down, and, and there's this little, uh, 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 oh, what's it called? It's called, oh, yeah, Cama Beach. Yeah, I've real, heard of that. Real nice place, Cama Beach. Anyway, you get these people coming down there, you know, and they go, where's Cama Beach? Well, she got tired of telling where Cama Beach was, right? So, uh, uh, so she made these brochures up, right? And I... Uncle Henry and I go in every, after milk, and, you know, we go in and say, hey, I saw this brochure. It's, it's a three thing. You know, fold it three times. You fold it back, and it yep. opens up like a map, right? And I said, what, what's, what, what's this, Eunice? Who needs to know how to get to Can uh, 
Camel Beach. And, and uh, she says, well, I know you boys don't need to know about that, but shoot, these, everybody comes in here and says, where's Camel Beach? I want to go to Camel Beach. And I'm like, well, okay. So she gets tired of telling them, right? So she made these little brochures up. Now you know what that woman does? She's so smart. They come in and says, hey, how do we get to Camel Beach? Because right there, $2.50. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? That's one way. <laughs> That's a smart woman, you know. So, anyway, uh, anyway, she was telling us uh, a story about a friend of hers. She has a lawyer. Her her uh, nephew, I think, is a lawyer up in uh, Mount Vernon. Yeah. And uh, he, she was. Now, I, I, I can't go into too much detail because you know I don't want to put any names out or anything like that. But uh, this woman came in for a divorce, right? And uh, uh, the lawyer says, well, okay, come on in, sit down. You want a cup of coffee and all that kind of stuff, you know? And she sat down and everything, and they go through the preliminaries, right? She says, all right, well, let's, I'd ask you a few questions. She, she says, all right. He says, well, uh, do you have any grounds? And she says, well, as a matter of fact, we have about 15 acres just north of town. He says, no, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. Do you have a grudge? She says, no. No, but we have a nice little carport just right next to the house. <laughs> he says, no, no, no. Let me ask you this. Does that man ever beat you up? She thinks for a little bit, and she says, no, I'm up hour, hour and a half before he ever turns over. <laughs> and uh, he goes, no, we got to make this personal. She says, like how? And she says, well, or he says, no, he says, we got to make this personal. And she says, like how? And and uh, he says, well, do you, do you ever wake up grouchy? And, and uh, he says, or she says, uh, no, I, uh, I always get up an hour, maybe an hour and a half before he ever wakes up, and I'm never grouchy. And he goes, well, you want to you just tell me why you want a divorce? And she says, well, that guy just can't communicate. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, you think about it, I mean, a lot of people... <laughs> They're, they don't communicate too much anymore. I mean, uh, me and Uncle Henry, we talk, but, you know, we don't communicate. <laughs> Uncle Henry, if he's not taking pictures, he's on his phone all the time doing stuff. So you get service down there. Oh, on the south end? Oh, yeah, you bet. We have the best service. We have, what's it called? Zippy. <laughs> zippy. It's so zippy. I, you know, I mean, if I was a snail, I couldn't be any zippier. <laughs> That's how zippy it is. And the price went up, too. Anyway. So, um, uh, our listeners can't see this, but right now you're wearing a coonskin hat. Uh, how did that come about? Uh, or did you just buy that? I, I don't buy anything. I don't have to, Brandon. Uh, this is a... Well, we have a lot of bourbons, right? And mm -hmm. uh, we don't like to waste anything. We have to shoot. Uh, so, I... Uh, we're out there, you know, and we got to take care of the cows. You know, I mean, that's our livelihood. And got a lot of raccoons down there and uh, skunks and coyotes, a lot of coyotes and deer and stuff. Deer don't bother as much as them coyotes, but those raccoons, man, them critters get into everything. Well, I got a 410 shotgun. And I just, I just had to shoot it. And uh, that's what it did. But I don't like to waste anything. Nothing. So we skinned it out. 
And I said to Henry, what am I going to do with this skin, you know? Just want you to make a hat, T-Bone. Oh. So it's pretty nice, isn't it? It, it is very nice. I really like you it. You sew it and everything? I did everything, yep. Tanned it, combed it, put the tail on, sewed it myself. Pretty sweet. I like it a lot. It's warm, too. And, you know, raccoon ain't bad eating. We, uh, we, put, we, uh, we did it like a brisket, you know? And just slow cooked it, you know. Yeah. Oh man, it was it was pretty good. It was really good. Yeah. Nice. So, how long has the, have the Boulevard family been on Camino, and how did they end up on Camino? Well, do you remember there used to be a logging camp over by the Utsalati ladies? I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was there, really. It truly was. There used to be what they call tall ships come in there because it was a lot deeper back then. Yep. Uh, a lot of logging came down the Skagit River, and it kind of silted up. But back then, it was, you know, pretty well pristine. And, uh, well, after the war of uh, northern aggression, some people call it the Civil War, uh, I, uh, well, that's what I told. I don't know for sure, but I was told this that the Beauregard family had to get out of Dodge, as it were, because they weren't, uh, they weren't, uh, well, what do you want to say? You know? Not on the winning side? They weren't on the winning side, yeah. And they lived too close to the, to the north end of that particular part of the country. And so they left, and um, they dragged themselves out and got on one of them ships, and it, it just went through around the, this is before the Suez Canal. No, no, what's that thing? Panama, that's what it's called, Suez. <laughs> I was just reading about some, some ship that got stuck in the Suez Canal the other <laughs> I heard day. about that, too. Yeah, that was something else, man. I don't know. Anyway, so anyway, they came around the uh, horn, as they say, you know, and they came up... Uh, and they were dropped off here, and apparently there was some kind of conflict between the captain and the Mr. Calhoun. His name was uh, wasn't T-Bone; it was uh, Buford. And uh, uh, I'm probably not saying that right, but uh, I have a problem with my I have a gold tooth. You probably noticed. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, Mog. Grandma gave me that. She said, "Son." I'm sorry, but we're just going to have to cover that snaggle tooth of yours up something, so we're going to make it look good. So she sent me down and got me this gold to put in, and I was just like, oh, I like that. So anyway, uh, so anyway, they came, they came over to uh, right over there, and they were working in a logging camp, and that was in uh, 18, uh, 1864, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I could be lying. I, I don't really know <laughs> when it was, but, you know, this is what it is. Uh, okay. How yeah. how have you guys coped during COVID last year? I mean, last year was a crazy year for so many people. How was it for you guys down there? Well, you know, we don't pay much mind to it because uh, we're alone mostly, just me and Henry and the cows, and the cows don't care, you know, and people need milk. So, uh, you know, the milk co driver comes and he, he does his thing. He just sticks a hose in the tank and pumps it out, right? And we don't have to get close to them, but no, we didn't. We, you know, we just didn't do anything. And I mean, uh, you know, uh, Eunice made us put masks on when we got up to the store. She said, she said, "You boys, you just go right back out that door until you put a mask on." I said, oh, Eunice, come on! She says, 
the governor said, you've got to put a mask on. I said, all right. Who, who is the governor anyway? What's his name? And she told us, and now we know. Uh, but yeah, so uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, we don't pay much mind to it until we have to do something where we have to do it. And then, but in the barn, there ain't nobody in the barn except us. So you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. So then, did you have? Uh, you, you said you used the yellow pages and stuff, but did with the toilet paper shortage and everything like that, did that affect you guys at all, or like trying to get other supplies? No. Yeah. What we do is uh, Henry. He goes up to the transfer station, and he goes through the recycling, that big bin, you know, where he, he gets all the phone books out of there, all the old phone books. You know, and we know when they're there because, you know, they, they deliver the new phone books, right? And most people throw them things away because, really, I mean, all you need is the one, from, you know, and, and so you get, like, there's, like, three or four different ones that come. So when they come, Henry says, I got to go up to the transfer station and get me some new phone books. So we got a pile of phone books. Yeah, yellow page. You know, you don't, you, don't, it, you don't care because the newsprint doesn't come off like it used to, you know. So it, it just, you know, they work great. You know, ripping in half, ripping in half, and, you know, just kind of folded over. You know, I just understand why people need so much toilet paper anyway. I mean, I was in the Army, and they taught us how to use that stuff in the Army, you know, and, and they said, boys, because when you're in the field, you know, you get what they call sea rations. Okay. Now, they call them something else now, but when I was in the Army, they called them sea rations. And I think because everything came in a can, right? Okay. So, so we're in the field, and you've got to eat, so they give you your sea rations. And in the sea rations, you've got a can of some kind of meat. You've got uh, a can of some kind of vegetable. You've got a can of some kind of... Uh, cookie or candy or something like that, a biscuit, I guess. Uh, and then you got some matches, and you got three cigarettes, and you got a little bit of toilet paper. And that was your, your C rations. And you got a thing called a P38, and that's how you open the cans. Okay. Okay? So uh, every time, you know, so uh, Winston. I think they were Winston. Winston or Marlboro. I can't remember now. But they weren't generic. Yeah, Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. Remember that one? <laughs> I think it was before my time. <laughs> yeah. Marlboro Man. Remember the Marlboro Man? Uh, how about this one? Uh, smoking cigarettes and watching Captain Kangaroo. Now don't tell me. Got nothing to do. That's an old song we used to sing. Anyway, uh, uh, where was I telling you about? Oh, the sea Army. rations. Yeah. yeah. So we got this little thing of toilet paper, right? And you asked about toilet paper. Well, you know, when we and, and they told us this in basic training. They said, boys, when you're in the field, you just ain't going to have a lot of toilet paper, so you got to use it sparingly. And, and you boys are using too much in the barracks here anyway, so I have to give you, I have to teach you how to use toilet paper. And we're like, we know how to use it. No, you don't. So it takes one square. I wish I could... You know, if we had a TV camera, it'd be better, right? You take <laughs> one square, pull it off. All right. You fold it in half. You fold it in half again. Put a little hole in the center. You stick your finger through it, right? And then you do your thing, right? And then you just grab it at the base of your finger and you just pull it right off your finger. And then you got to wash your hands. You got to wash your hands, of course, right? <laughs> and he goes, that's how you save toilet paper. 
Well, I never did do that. <laughs> but, you know, it was really a joke, but, you know, he, he was trying to make a point, and I understand that, you know. And that's what W.C. Calhoun was doing with his three girls, April, May, and June. I mean, he was trying to make a point because they were using way too much toilet paper. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, did you... You were mentioning something about getting back at Uncle Henry because he did something. Uh, he took my picture when I was naked. That's what he did. And the bees were chasing me. How'd you, how, you said you, were, you did something to get back at him, though. What was that? We have enough time? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, well, this is kind of a long story. Let me, let me get resituated and take a sip of coffee first, okay? Okay, sounds well, by, good. By the way, this is mighty good coffee you have up here. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad that you were able to make it to the North End Island. Um, I, I know you probably can roast your own coffee down there in, in some sort of bin, but, you know, we've got some, a little bit better equipment up here. Well, you know, ours is called Folgers. It's freeze-dried. Uh, okay, uh, uh, what did you ask me? <laughs> so how did you get back at Uncle Henry after he oh, went and took yeah. your photo while you were running past him? Well, it's kind of mean, but... Okay, so... We had to give Uncle Henry an emergency enema, and uh, he wasn't too happy about it. He was later, after the relief came. But So, Uncle Henry, he'll eat just about anything, and a lot of it, okay? That's why I wear bib overhauls all the time, and they're not buttoned on the top. And anybody who wears bib overhauls and don't button the top button, they're overweight. Anyway, uh, well, maybe, is that politically incorrect to say that? I don't know. Just the truth. Anyway, so uh, we're <laughs> we're at this wedding. Okay, it was Uncle. Or, I mean, Aunt Uncle Henry's aunt. Uh, her name's Eunice, also, like Eunice at Carter Corner, but her name's Eunice. Eunice, and now it's Eunice Sebastian. I don't know. Anyway, not uh, a French guy. <laughs> I don't know where she bent this fella from, but he's nice. He's an okay, dude. She, he took her off the island, though, so I don't know. They're, they're back east somewhere. Anyway, at their wedding, okay, it was their wedding. Now, Uncle Henry, he tends to, uh, well, Lloyd, he, Lloyd spiked the punch. Now, nobody knew Lloyd spiked the punch because that's, that's what Lloyd does. He spikes his, you know, he likes his alcohol, okay? So he spiked the punch. Okay. Nobody knew that. But, you know, the alcohol... There's a funny thing about alcohol. Uh, the more you drink it, the better it tastes, right? And, 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 and pretty soon you're just drinking too much. Well, Uncle Henry was like that. You know, he, everybody's drinking the punch. Everybody's getting a little happy. And he decides to dance on the table. I said, Henry, don't dance on the table. He goes, you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, the table was made out of sawhorses, right? <laughs> So they're just boards on top of the table. Well, he gets up there, and they're playing some fiddle music. You know, it was good fiddle music. They're a local band. They lived down on the south end of the island. Maybe you heard of them? Yeah. Yeah. What's their name again? South End Street Yeah, that's band. it. Yeah, right. thank you. Couldn't remember that one. I can see them, you know, visually, but, you know, I'm, I guess because I'm always got my head down and I'm milking, right? Anyway, uh, Uncle Henry, he gets up on his table and starts drinking. I mean, dancing to the music, yeah. Da 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 da. da. And uh, I was like, Henry, you better stay in the middle of those flowers. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So he's up there, and he's eating away, you know. He's drinking and eating all night. Anyway, so he's up there dancing. Well, he gets too close to one end. What do you suppose happens? <laughs> well, the boards flip. He goes down. Well, the punch bowl was on the other end. Oh, right? no. So he goes down. Punch bowl goes up. Now, there was two tables. The other table had the wedding cake. So he goes down. Punch bowl goes up and does this. 160, it was a beautiful thing. I mean, if this was an Olympic event, it would have got the gold. I mean, it just came up and just went like this, 160 degrees. I mean, the punch stayed right in the ball. It just came down, and guess where it landed? Right square on top of that wedding cake. Well, 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 there was hell to be paid. I want to tell you, Eunice was fit to be tired. I don't think she's talked to that man since. <laughs> That's why she moved. <laughs> it could be. Anyway, Uncle Henry, okay, Uncle Henry, now he's uh, he's done, right? We, we get him out of there, but uh, he had, uh, you know how weddings are, there's all kinds of food, right? Well, yeah. when there's free food uh, and, you, and you invite Uncle Henry, good luck. Anyway, so... He does, you know, he, anyway, the next day we're milking, right? And uh, he's like, oh, I don't feel so good, T-Bone. Oh, oh, man, T-Bone, I'm all bound up. I, I haven't been able to go for, I don't know, man, what, eight, nine hours now? Oh, oh. You know, I mean, it was sweat was coming out of his eyeballs. I mean, he was in real pain, right? Yeah. And I said, oh, man, what am I going to do, you know? And then, bing, I had an idea. I said, that dude took a naked picture of me. <laughs> I said, Henry, I know just the answer. You need an enema. He goes, what? I go, an enema, you know. we got to get that out of you. He goes, oh, yeah, how are we going to do that? He goes, no, don't you worry about that, Henry. I'm going to call a couple friends over. We're going to help you out. So I called Jake and Luke. Hey, Jake and Luke, I need some help. We're going to do a, no, I, I didn't, Henry didn't hear me say this. We're going to do an emergency enema on Uncle Henry. Well, he had pulled some things on those two boys, too. So they go, oh, okay, we'll be right there. So sure enough, I heard the pickup truck coming, you know, and uh, you know, you can hear their pickup truck coming about a mile away because the thing is so old, it rattles. It's an international harvester. That tells you how old that sucker is. Do you remember those? <laughs> no. Nope. Oh, okay. You're, you're a young fella. And uh, so international harvester, they make the big equipment. Well, they used to make okay. pickup trucks. Okay. And uh, anyway, long story. They, they arrived and... Uh, in there, and Henry, by this time, Henry is rolling on the on the on the floor in the barn. Right, we we got done milking, so the cows are out in the pasture, and and he's rolling on the floor. He's in pain. I mean, it, it was. It, I, I felt sorry for him, kinda. And uh, so anyway, so I said, "Listen, fellas, we got to give Uncle Henry emergency enema." They're like, "Well, how do we do that?" I said, "It's a piece of cake." I said, "We got this uh, rubber hose right here, okay." It looks it's smaller than a it's smaller than a, a garden hose, but it's it's not that small. Okay. Right. We got some uh, uh, Vaseline, right? We got a bag and a funnel, right? And, and a bucket. And uh, so I said we need some warm water, not hot. We need warm water, 
And they said, oh, all right. So they got some warm water. And uh, so we then, then we all got, I got an arm. Luke got an arm. Jake got a leg, leg <laughs> legs, you know. And we put them. We dragged him over. Oh, he's rolling on the floor by this time. He's in so much pain. It's, not, it's kind of funny. <laughs> and uh, so we got him. And now, have you ever been in a milking barn? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, you know, when you bring the cows in, they come in, you know. And the uh, funny thing about cows, it's kind of funny. When, you know, once, once they're in the barn and they're, and, they're, and they're kind of milking and stuff, we feed them at the same time, right? Keep them content, you know. <laughs> Anyway, if if uh, if you're in there and somebody comes in the barn, you open the door. You know, when they walk in, all the cows, all their heads go. They all all in unison. It's really kind of cool. And anyway, uh, that's just a a barn story. Uh, doesn't get too more exciting than that, though. I want to tell you, uh, in the barn. Uh, so anyway, so. When we milk them, we got to put their heads in these, what they call stanchions, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so the cow puts his head in, and then we, we close it on their head so they can't back up out, right? Okay. So, uh, and, and the stanchions are tied to the feed trough, and, you know, and, then, we, and then we go milk, cow to cow to cow to cow, milk, 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 milk. And uh, so anyway, that's what we did to Henry. <laughs> we dragged him up to one of these stanchions. We locked his head in it. <laughs> he got... <laughs> Now, not only was he in pain, but he was getting mad. <laughs> and so he's, he's wailing like a, like a dead fish on the shore. Or I mean like a, not a dead fish, but a, a, a fish he just caught on shore flopping around, you know. So he's, he's flopping around. We, we, <laughs> we got two uh, ropes. We, we pulled down his bibs, right? Now, he, he goes commando, so uh, that's probably too much information, but, you know. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so he goes commando, and so we pulled down his bibs, and then we tied his, we got ropes around each ankle, right, and we tied them up to these pulleys, and then we pulled them apart, right, and so he can't really move, right, and he's just struggling around, you know, we tied his arms up, you know, the same way, but the opposite direction, so he's spread eagle, right, he's tied up, and he's in a lot of pain, and then we come in, and we, we take the bat, we take this hose, okay, okay, fellas, this is what we're going to do. We're going to put this Vaseline around this hose, and then we're going to put the hose, you know, where the sun don't shine. And the other end, we're going to put the funnel in there, and then we're going to pour all this warm water in there, and then we're going to stand back. <laughs> and they're like, all right, and they're all happy, you know. And, uh, and we say, whoa, 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 what are you boys doing? Oh, let me out of here. i got to go to the doctor. Said, Henry, you don't need no doctor. The doctor's here, all three of us. <laughs> anyway, so... So I, they made me do the hose thing, right? So I put the Vaseline on it, you know, and I, and I go, mm, yeah. And I just uh, kind of wiggled it up in there, you know. And, uh, and then I said, all right, let it rip, boys. And, you know, they had the funnel in already, and they just poured that water in, that warm water, you know. And the amazing thing is that he, he calmed down. <laughs> he, calmed, he goes, oh, that feels kind of good. And then all of a sudden... It was like a volcano. I mean, the hostess came flying out along with everything else that was in there. And, I mean, it was just, it was like, it was like popping a giant pimple. I mean, it just, the stuff just came, it just came out. And Luke almost got it right in the face. <laughs> but he didn't, which was good. 
They made me clean it up later, though. My Uncle Henry, he was so mad. Anyway, but he felt so good that he forgave us all. But he still don't talk to me too much. Uh, and I said, well, don't you ever take a picture of me again. You know, so that's pretty much the story about the enema, you know, emergency oh. enema. I was thinking of packing in that, you know, making a kid up in case you ever had to do it in the field, yeah. you know. You know, rubber hose, a funnel, you know, sure. all you need is warm water. And, yeah. There you go. Yeah, Uncle Henry, you know, he's he's a good guy. I like him a lot, but uh, he's, I wish I could take that camera away from him. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. Well, we like to end every podcast with some rapid-fire questions. Uh-oh. <laughs> so the first one is, what purchase of $100 or less have you enjoyed the most over the last three months? What purchase of $100 or less have you enjoyed over the last three months? That's a lot of money, man. Uh, $100 or less. Uh, well, I think my 410 shotgun shells. I All think right. that's what, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, you can't have enough of them. Yeah? Uh-huh. All right. Pretend you have a friend coming from out of town. What would their first day look like here? <laughs> well, I hope they like cows. <laughs> I, well, they'd have to be with me milking, for one. And we'd probably head on down to see Eunice at the Carter Corner and have a cup of coffee, uh, maybe play some bingo. Uh, if they wanted to see anything, I'd, I'd you know, probably have to get somebody else because, I, like I told you, I don't get this far up the island very much. Uh, but uh, I don't know. We'd be, probably have a barbecue. All right. Uh, who's an interesting or fascinating person in this community that I should interview next? I don't know too many people. Uh, boy, that's a tough one, Brandon. Wish you would have let me know about this one first. <laughs> well, well, it sounds like Eunice or Uncle Henry might be interesting. Oh, yeah, maybe Uncle Henry. Yeah, he might tell you the same stories, though. <laughs> I'd probably get a joy out of telling a story about me running out of that outhouse. <laughs> we did fix it, though. We fixed it so the bees can't go back in there. Well, that makes it a little safer, at least. Yeah, it's pretty nice. All right, and lastly... I don't know how often you get on the island, but when you're driving on the island, there's a hill you go up. If you had a billboard right there, what would you have that say? You mean where Smokey the Bear is? Yeah, around there. Oh. See, I have been off the island. <laughs> I have to go up to Mount Vernon every once in a while. Uh, what would I say? Uh, uh, what would I say? Uh, nice seeing you. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, howdy doody. Uh, don't stay too long. <laughs> Take your trash with you. Yes. Uh, go see Brandon and buy some coffee. Yeah, we'll take that one. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's a tough one. What would I say? Uh, well, that works too. I'm sorry. I just no, don't know. I never right. thought about that. I, that's you a tough one. You probably don't think of people coming on island too often. Well, only uh, some of them people are dumb, man. I, a horse is a cow? I just can't <laughs> believe it. I mean, it's like, really? Don't they teach you anything in school? 
All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I'm glad we got to run into each other at Carter's Corner. Yeah, me too, man. It was nice meeting you. I They don't let me out, like I said, but, you know, you come down anytime you want to. I'll show you the barn and I'll show you where the event took place. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. All right. And Islanders, I will talk to you on the next one. Well, a big thank you to T-Bone for joining me on the podcast today. And thank you for listening. If you haven't already, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. It really helps us be found by other Islanders like yourselves. And for more information on this episode, you can go to CaminoCommons.com slash BEP5. That's CaminoCommons.com slash BEP5. Thanks for listening and see you next time.